edition of Audio Joyride. Wow, that was... Can anyone... There we go. Now I can hear myself. Hello and welcome to another edition of Audio Joyride. I am your host, Charlie Wakest. Not joined by me, as usual, by the excellent Max Peeper, but this time rather joined by a special guest. Um, a friend close to me. Please welcome Colin Naraki, special guest of this week. Say, there, say, we there we go. Thanks for having me, Charlie. Always, yeah. always a pleasure to be it, on. You know, I think we're going to have a lot of talk about today. I'm glad we are. you're glad to be here. I am glad to be here. Now, I, I must apologize for the beginning there. Um, I don't know how many things I've been trying to do today, but it, it's it's a it's a large number. Yes, always and is. So, but always is. we will hopefully be technical glitch-free for the rest of the night. Famous like last we, words. Fa- <laughs> Amen to that. So... <laughs> Um, for those of you first time joining, hopefully that sounds a little bit better. I can see that we were capping out a little hard. Um, usually our format is we got some news stories followed by a game show. We got an intermission and then a long form kind of investigative talk. However, these past few episodes have been nothing like the sort as we've been covering a lot of up and coming F1 Formula One news. Because of the 2022 technical regulations requiring all 2022 Formula One competitor teams to have a completely different body style to improve, quote-unquote improve, technical, um, essentially how much dirty air is produced by each car, which then improves how closely each car can follow each other. It it, uh, the goal of such things is to improve wheel-to-wheel racing, make it more entertaining for the fans, bring the playing field closer together. Um, this whole the playing field closer together initiative can be, you know, seen through other initiatives that Formula One's taking, mm-hmm. such as um, there's a 142.2 million dollar cost cap yeah. for creating these vehicles. Um, that does not include driver salary, right. um, engineer salary, stuff like that. Right. Um, another thing that they're doing is after this year, I believe there's a, a freeze in September and a freeze in November. After this year, no more engine um, development and improvement is allowed until 2025. Jeez. It's a big thing. That is, you, that is pretty big. I mean, if you think about it, it is smart, though, because, I mean, it's giving your your uh, smaller guys some time to, to catch up. Or I guess not really catch up because they can't make any changes, but... It'd be interesting to see what um, evolves over that that period of time. Because what is that? That's gonna be what, three three years? Yeah, that's uh, like yeah that. three years. That's crazy. Three years. That's I crazy. think something else interesting is so there's gonna be an engine freeze. Yeah. But what if someone else wants to come in and be an engine manufacturer? What's gonna limit them from developing a power unit that everyone else is going to want? Because there's been talks of Audi coming in, Porsche right. coming in. Right. I mean, BMW has been around before. Um, yeah. There's Ford could theoretically come back. I don't think the the U.S. market really has any interest in Formula One, but it's not out of the question. Right. I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see if this is the catalyst that like sparks some kind of thing for a um yeah a, a, man, a engine manufacturer who's wanted to get into the F1 game for a while. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what kind of rules or regulations they add to that already new existing uh, rule and regulation see if they regulate it saying like you know you're not able to swap engine manufacturers at all or if it's just strictly mods that you're gonna that you would make to your engine so that'll be that'll be interesting to see yeah it'll be it'll add to the slew of things that people already claim uh complain about yep uh karen horner you know 
can't can't help himself with some things. That's yeah. a, one of the downsides of Christian. But I will say, you know, he's he's been a great team boss. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's now he's now um, team principal. What is it? Five world championships. Four with Sebastian Vettel. Yeah, something like that. And uh, one with uh, one with Max Verstappen. Yeah. Which uh, brings me to our next thing. We still don't know what the Red Bull car looks like. We know. We do know <laughs> from it. It's so. I, our original thought was that Red Bull was just hiding it. They didn't want anyone to see it. Yeah. Um, however, I've I've come across an information, not that a hundred percent negates this fact, but could give us an insight of what actually might be happening. To give us some context, back in 2018 or 19, I want to say it was 18, that was uh, it was season one of Drive to Survive, Williams, which used to be a front-runner team, they've yeah. won many, many world titles. Yeah. Williams, with their team bosses and team executives, flew in components to the car yeah. with, on the airplane, and they were two days late for testing. This was a completely put-together team. Yeah. Up until 2015. And, you know, they were having some flounderings. Right. Now, fast forward to 2022, right? Red Bull has just given us a show car with the same livery we've seen since 2016. Yep. Um, plenty of memes about it. Uh-huh. But is it out of the question that Red Bull is slacking behind? And the reason I bring this up is because Alpine is in a similar solu- situation. Right. The only images we've seen of the Alpine um, competitive car as of late have been digital renders. Yeah. That is because they are putting together this car as we speak, moving it from um, the UK to Barcelona. And they're, com- they're making it, putting it together in Barcelona for the video testing day. Hopefully they'll have it all tested and shook down by tomorrow right. so that way they can be testing by Wednesday. I don't. I don't think Red Bull is going to pull a Williams on this. I think there's. You don't think so? No, no way. There's especially coming off the year that they just had. It'd be. It would be a, just a, a a pointless PR move. Yeah. For them to to not have their car ready. What if it's not? What if it's not calculated? What if there was because you, you also know, Al, can, Alpine and Renault they're not new to this. No. Alpine. I mean Renault was around back in the eighties. They took a break. They came back. Um. Twenty. Well, no, they were so. I think who is it? Um, Fernando Alonso, mm-hmm. right? He won with Renault back in two thousand five and six, and then I think Renault took a break somewhere in the early twenty tens, and then they came back in twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. And so they're not just like Williams; they're not new to the whole building an F one car, fixing new regulations either. Right. And then it just might have. It might be that. Well, I think if if part of it's going to be if it's a calculated move, that's understandable. Mm. I mean, but if if Red Bull has a staffing issue, which I doubt, right? I, I don't think there's any shortage of people in this world that would pass up an opportunity to work for Red Bull. Absolutely. Regar- not. Regardless, well, there was one guy. There was. I one saw. Guy. I saw a guy on TikTok who actually left his job at Red Bull to do just his own thing. Mm-hmm. But like, it's not. It was nothing against Red right. Bull. It was. It wasn't a staffing issue. Now, we said all this about, you know, their car not maybe being all together. I forgot one key piece of information. Um, I'd say there's about a 100% chance that it is together due to what I'm about to say. So it might be that they only have one car and that they were scrapping together for other bits. But I believe, when is this tweet from? There was a tweet put out by an account called Scarabs Tech. Um, He got a, 
essentially unapproved video of the RB18 doing a shakedown lap. Now, I went to the Twitter account, and the tweet has since been removed. Of course. So Red Bull is in on this. They, They saw it coming from a mile away. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But... I would say that that car is probably 100% put together. And it I, has I, to be. Yeah. It has to be. You know, in, in it's they're probably they're probably keeping it under wraps because they they know that if it, if it comes out, they're going to have a completely different design compared to what everyone else has. It must be. It, it has to be. I mean, cuz we've seen it, we'll talk about them later, but Ferrari essentially creating a bowl of side pods. Like right. we'll, we'll talk about it. Um um but I think something we can kind of glean an, an, a look into what the Red Bull car is going to look like mm-hmm. is the AlphaTauri. Yeah. Now, before we get too far into today's uh, today's show, I do want to say that we haven't done this before, but I think today would be a good day to do it. If you are interested in chiming in with today's uh, conversation, we do have phone lines. We do. So We, right, did, we never said they worked, no, but we, we have We're not lines. sure how they work, 100%. I have documentation telling me how to do it, but if you are interested and someone is listening... If you're interested in phoning in today, we'll start with this phone number. Phone number you can call 414-288-7091. Okay? That's 414-288-7091. If you're interested in phoning in, give us a little give us a jingle and hopefully we can figure out the phone line. Hopefully. And we'll uh, we'll get you We in didn't on pick this. the hold music, so if it's bad, no. if it's um, bad, don't come after us. We're not really sure what the hold music is, but yes. if you're interested one last time, 414-288-7091. Okay, so moving on, let's look at this AlphaTauri car real quick. We talked about it on last week's show. Yep. But it's got this, it's got an interesting, it's it's interesting. I think the closest thing that we've seen, the only car that's unreleased at the moment is Alfa Romeo. But the side pod shape, the way that it slants down on the AlphaTauri looks very similar to what the Alpine car looks like. Yes. Um, something else to note about the Alphatari is it's kind of square in or rectangular inlets. They're very sharp. They're not, you know, there's not a whole lot of give to them. What are your so? Other than that, the car looks pretty sleek. I agree. Looks very, very, very. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Slippery. So, oh. Okay. That that's a that's a word that was used a lot actually okay. last year. But it it looks. Like it'll cut straight through the air. Yeah, no, it does look really good. I'm looking at a picture here. Um, sure. From the 14th of February, it's clearly a render. Okay. But it's on the track. Looks very nice. Very nice. What, which one do you got? Very nice. Oh, that's not a render. That's real. Okay, not a render. It's real. Oh, that's yeah. Um, uh, looks. It looks really nice. Yeah, because their launch was. Theirs was pretty. Soon. 14th of February. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there we go then. So, um. Yeah, it looks really good. Um. Yeah, I, that they're going to be interesting. To, I feel like they could, they could low key come up from underneath our feet and pull one over on us if we're not uh, on the whole field if we're not careful. Alphatari. Yeah, I think that's a hundred percent possible. Yeah. Um, some you know, I mean, Pierre Gasly mm-hmm. won in an Alphatari. Now the circumstances did fall into his lap, similar to how right. Alcon's circumstances came in, but. There's something important that happened in 2008. I, I've been just, you know, just yeah, it's with Alphatar, or actually formerly known as Toro Rosso. Oh, eight or 18? Eight. Okay. So in 2000, 2005, Red Bull officially, I believe that date's correct, R- Red Bull officially became a team. 
Now, I don't remember when the Toro Rosso team became or bought someone else, but they eventually came in pretty soon after, I would like to say. Sebastian Vettel, as we know him, four-time world champion, was in so, an AlphaTauri. So, so Toro Rosso was founded in 2005. Same year that Red Bull was founded? Um, yes. Wow. Seems like it. Huh. According to my quick Christian Google Horner was on it that year. Yes. I mean, he's been team boss, team principal since the beginning. Right. And I think he, I mean, he's got five world title drivers to his name. Or, okay, five world titles, two two drivers, excellent program. Yes. But in 2008, Sebastian Vettel took pole and won an F1 race in a Toro Rosso. Yeah. Who's to say that that? That structure, that framework of a team can't do it again. They've, I was going to say, they've got the knowledge to yeah. do it. They got the, the, the kind of hand-me-downs that you find from, from Red Bull. I think yeah. that was how the last two cars were from AlphaTauri. Essentially, they just took design elements from the, the Red, Red Bull and they just incorporated it into their car because it's completely yeah. permissible. The two teams are completely integrated with each other. Exactly. Yeah. That I mean, I feel like I probably said this earlier, but I feel like this—that's yeah. what a good—that's a good indication of what the Red Bull car is going to look like. Absolutely. Although I am a little nervous because, although I think it's a very sleek car, mm-hmm. um, Max said last week on the podcast or the show, sure. whatever you want to call it, <laughs> he said that the livery wasn't really to his taste, and I—I I kind uh, of the Red I, Bull car or the AlphaTauri. AlphaTauri. Uh, okay. Red Bull, you can't mess up the Red no. Bull livery. It's, no. If it works, it. Will you know, work I don't mind it. I like I said earlier in the the non-rendering. Mm. Uh, um, it it looks good. Yeah, I, I you know I it's pretty sleek. This this uh this dark navy blue or a gunmetal gray, however you wanna yeah, however you wanna take it, you can't deny that it looks good combined with what I presume is an off white. It's it, I think you're right there. Yeah, I think. Something that might be a little off-putting to you know viewers at home or you know even to Max. Usually, cars of this this style of livery, mm-hmm. there's a predominant color. Yeah. Either that that blue gray is predominant. Right. Or that white is predominant. Right. Neither color is. I think it's it, it's safe to say each color is used in almost the exact same amount. Yeah. And that makes it a little hard to like track in our in your head subconsciously what color is this. Well, car. and you know I think part of it too is like. AlphaTauri's car isn't a car that's just plastered in sponsorship logos. Mm, true. Like yeah. they got that flex box on the front. Yeah. But other than that, and they got a couple. They got a couple up at the top of the barge boards. Yep. And then that's that's about it. So I think it's just pure. It's pure brand. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think. And there's there's obviously a bunch on the front uh, wing. Yeah. But I think that's why it looks. I feel like that's why it looks weird because we're we're used to not seeing a pure livery of just the team. I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, however, if you look at the Haas car, there aren't many sponsors on it, and they're pretty smallly placed. Well, that's it's Haas though. Well, yeah. I mean, gotta consider the team. Dad, uh, Daddy Mazepin's probably hundred yeah. percent sponsoring that with whatever. <laughs> we'll come back. Actually, sponsors are gonna be an interesting element to talk about in uh, in a little bit. But let's move on to cars that we haven't talked about on the show yes. yet. Starting with Williams now. So last week we had no Goodwood come back. We had Haas um, on the fourth, Red Bull on the ninth, Aston Martin came out on the tenth, McLaren was on the eleventh, mm-hmm. Alphatari was on the fourteenth. Now Williams, and that was it also goes back one week. Williams was on the fifteenth last week. I believe that was Tuesday or Wednesday. 
Their car, you were you were telling me earlier, wasn't the livery isn't to your snuff. The livery is, good lord, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what senior designer at at Williams did that, but oh my lord, that is yeah, it's since when has Williams ever had yellow in the logo? Where do you see yellow on the the um. Like right up at the top of the, there's a yellow stripe. It's like blue, light blue, and then this like yellowish, like school bus yellow. What? Here. I've never. Here. What are you looking at? That's not their car. Okay. You're not even Awkward. close. That's that's that's, 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 that's uh, that is a 2021 livery on a 2022 concept. Um, that's awkward. Yeah. That's, it's, it's okay. You know, that's get, how their last car looked, though. It was white, yellow, and it was kind of weird, I will admit. But this year, yes. there's been a lot of draws, um, connections, I should say, between the livery of a Toro Rosso and the Williams. Because it's red, it's a navy blue, there's a little bit of yeah. Williams light blue, um, but it's 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 pretty similar. Okay, update. Yeah. Uh, I have found the right picture now. Ah, okay, good, good. It's... I, I will rescind my previous comment about um, the livery being horrendous. Um, it's not great. It's still not fantastic, but I have seen worse. Yeah, it's so it's just there. It exists. It exists. I think yep. that's that's the takeaway. Kind of like Haas. Kind of like Haas. It's, yeah, it exists. Yeah, I I'm excited to see what happens there. Honestly, I I hope they they took their design break last year, mm-hmm. and it all comes to fruit. Something interesting about this car, the Williams, that nose is very smashed down. It's wide, but it's smashed. There's not, a, yeah, there's not a lot of curve. Yeah, on it either. So that's that's an interesting. Um, it is. It, it is an interesting element. Um, I think let me bump that. What else is? Oh, so I wasn't really paying attention to it until Mercedes revealed their car. We'll get to them. Mm-hmm. But something to take note about these front wings. Um, because of the new design with how downforce is going to be produced this year, there is Venturi tunnels. Mm-hmm. And so presumably the cleaner the air that goes into that Venturi tunnel, the better. Right. So a lot of teams are kind of making the center part of their wing more flat. So that way the air can just kind of go right into those Venturi tunnels rather than producing front downforce with that wing. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of smart. Um, it also might produce different, you know, front end stability issues yeah i think that it'll be interesting they're also their inlets on here is very uh, they're very large there was um i don't don't know if other teams had said it before williams did their shakedown however something that came from albon was that these 18 inch tires and the the wheel like over cover things yeah it's creating a visibility issue not something that I thought yeah. they would be saying. It makes sense. Well, though. it makes sense because they're gonna they're pretty much right in line with um the the little wheel hood cover things. Yep. When you think about it. Yeah, it's so that's gonna be interesting. For, It'll be interesting for what what because that's obviously gonna be a question that the journalist asks mm. after, especially the ones that are taller. Correct. So it's gonna be interesting to, to 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 see like um like Yuki's perspective of it, like what he thinks compared to like. Huh. <laughs> compared to like, I forgot about Yuki. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting uh, to see his perspective compared to compared to a, a taller competitor. Because right? there's plenty of memes of his eye level just lining yeah. up just with the dash LED, yeah. LCD, and that's it. Yeah, so that's gonna be interesting. Interesting to to uh, see, but I mean, yeah. you know, there, there's nothing they can do about that. No, there really isn't, uh, unless you you compromise, you know, 
center of gravity being low right. to the track. Right. Something else I'm seeing here. Um, so the the front brake ducts. It looks kind of dense. Uh, which car are we looking at? Uh, Williams still. Oh, we're still on Williams. Yeah, still? we got some more things. Uh, we'll move on, but it, let, me, let me make sure I get my right picture up. I yeah, be, I don't want to be looking at as our long old as, livery new yeah. car. That's not probably there's, not a good there's idea. There's the brake ducts, and there's um, two other things we'll cover, and then we'll move on to okay. that Ferrari. My goodness, oh, that Ferrari. Lord. But okay, you got the river picture now. Yeah, yeah, I got okay. the screenshots from. So the, that uh, brake duct. Hang on, we're almost there. It's just. The the fin stack for I I would assume directing air is just it looks I don't know it looks restrictive. It looks like a it looks like a hammerhead shark. What does? Show me show me your picture. Let's let's make sure we're on the same page. You can't really see the brake duct from that picture. Okay. Um. Go to motorsport.com. Uh, for right. those you know following along, motorsport.com Williams, they got a pretty good picture of the shakedown. Also that, um. But while you're looking that up. There's another thing um, that they changed this year. Since Ayrton Senna's crash, I believe in 1993. Are you looking at the picture of the one coming out of the garage? Yep. yep. Got it. Got it. Got you, it. You see that? Okay. We'll come see back it. to I see it. We'll come back to Senna. I don't know. It looks dense. It looks restrictive. Yeah. That. No, I see that now. Yeah. I don't know um, what to think about that. Yeah. Also, it's not for me to think about because it's however it's going to affect well, Williams. It's Williams at the end of the Yeah. Day. They're still going to be low. Well, maybe not. But maybe because that's not at Williams wasn't designed as a as a back team. They weren't right. designed as a junior team. They just kind of became one because yeah. Mercedes became just so dominant. Right. And they were in the same stable. Right. And they just kept going there. Yeah. Now, there's two things. We're talking about Senna. Since 1993, there was a Senna logo in the last couple of years in the in the form of a sticker on the inside of the nose of every Williams car to pay respect and homage to all the racing that Senna did for Williams and um, mm -hmm. bringing them titles, that is no longer on the car. Mm. And they did that move because the people at Dorleton Capital felt that it was time. They, they have a complete um, museum dedicated to him with all of his stuff. Yep. Um, so they're, doing, they're still doing him proper homage and justice. But they felt it was time to kind of lift the weight of the shoulders off the shoulders of the drivers who are like constantly trying to live up to Senna. That was a justification, right. and just let them move on and take well, that weight there's off. There's also got to be something to be said about leaving it in there because it and it causing inspiration for him or causing him something. But I mean, you know, there's also so much pressure yeah. as is and already right. like there's no point in having. I mean, not no point, but there's you can see the reason why it would be taken out. Absolutely. Um, something else talking about weight. Uh, they took the weight off with the sticker, but they put it right back on because all the cars are heavier now. Yeah. Nicholas Latifi specifically commented about that, saying that the cars felt completely different naturally just mm -hmm. because of how they, they're shaped. But also it just because the cars have to be heavier, right. I think most of that was made in, in safety concerns. But it, it's a lot, you know, I, I don't think he, he even said it. He wasn't pushing it that hard. So right. he doesn't know how it'll really perform in high speed. But it is something to think about. A lot of drivers, um, if we think back to Daniel Ricciardo, mm -hmm. his driving style um, wasn't suited for the McLaren uh, right. towards the beginning of the season. Right. And so, I mean, that's probably why he did so well at Monza because it's just all straights. And that's yeah. why he was in position to take first. Most but, definitely. yeah, I think that played a lot of factors into it. But 
for someone who who really counts on breaking late and turning in sharp, kind of like how Alonzo used to do, he'd like skid essentially in 2005 when the tires had less surface area, he would just skid the front of the car yeah. across corners and it because it worked for those tires. Exactly. So it'll be interesting how, you know, likes of Lewis Hamilton, um, I'm sorry, Daniel Ricciardo, but also Lewis Hamilton, yeah, who's sure. been used to such, you know, lighter cars. You know, going back to what we talked about earlier with the visibility thing, yeah, I found a picture of, ironically, Ferrari. So bad segue, oh. but good segue. Yeah. Um, this is of of Charles out on, taken on February eighteenth, and he like his visor lines exactly up with the top of those wheel guards. Let's see it. It lines exactly wow up with the top of that wheel guard. That is. That's concerning. Yeah. And so, I, you know, I mean, part of it is like, well, if the wheel guard's not there, he's going to have the tire there either way. Correct. So it's just going to be interesting to see if that, if even just that little piece of the wheel guard is enough to bl- bl- completely block another car from his vision at, on certain tracks, on certain corners, or if he's just going to be able to, maybe, maybe he's able to lean to the left or right both ways and it's not even a problem for him. Right. I think, yeah, you bring up a really good point there. I think that's going to probably be at the fore. If grip isn't a concern, mm-hmm. that's going to be the first thing drivers complain about. And yeah. for good reason. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if a car's right next to you, you could probably see him just fine. But right. the concern is if there's that back 20% of a car exactly. that you would usually see out that front. Exactly. Now you don't know. You could see like where like it, it exists because you can see it out the front, but where does it end? Or, or it's, So like turning in. Or it's positioned in a perfect spot where it's blocking the brake light, too. Well, it's not. Do you know how the brake lights work in an F1 car? The rear brake lights? They're not actually brake lights. They are not brake lights. No. They are actually charge lights. So when the batteries are charging, those lights are on. So sometimes that kind of, like at the end of a long straight when a driver's using... Uh, the the energy store. Sure. The brake. It'll look like a brake light's being activated when they brake because they flip off the use of energy mm-hmm. and they're charging the batteries. Sure. But sure. it's not actually a brake light. The more you know. Yeah, I found that out the hard way. F one twenty twenty. Um, <laughs> and it's like totally <laughs> rear-ended some cars. It's like, oh, we're all braking now. Yeah. Oh, so let's move to Ferrari, shall yeah, we? Yeah, we shall. So before we get to the side pods, I want to mention that front nose. Can I before we mention the front nose? Can I just say how bad this livery is? Is it a livery or is it just red? <laughs> it's honestly like okay, it's like hey, we'll wrap the car in red and then we'll print off stickers. <laughs> it looks like when you put stickers on the back of your laptop. It's true. But we put them on our our F one car instead. Our multi million dollar F one car, we slap stickers on. That's yeah, what it looks like. But who else did that? Red Bull. Yeah, but it, th- you can't you can't knock Red Bull. Yeah, but their car is just black with yeah. with a bunch of stickers on it. Oh, I, no, I no, I take that back. The the nose is not all black. The nose no. is actually just an enlarged the orange it yellow just, sun or whatever the bulls are. It doesn't in. it looks like it looks like it's the it, the livery looks like it was put on a car for it to try to be like low key and under the radar. I on for me personally, no. I don't mind it. I think that this is a tried and true format from Ferrari. They've been doing red cars with stuff on it. Oh, I don't mind the red. Forever. I think the red is great. I just think that there needs to be some, you know, more discussions. I mean, the shell, lo- like the shell the... logo looks like it's half cut off 
on on one oh, of these pictures. Yeah, yeah. Like, it look looks like that. it's. Half, I mean, if it was me and I was, if I was the wait, which picture? Um, I'm on a motorsport article. Oh, like this one. Like the shell logo is just falling off the side of it. If I was, if I was in charge of the sponsorships for like Shell or something, I would. I'd be having some talks with the <laughs> designers and the the team who's in charge of sponsorships at Ferrari and being like, hey, I'm giving you how many millions of dollars and your, my logo's half falling off your car? Yeah, plus they're designing the fuel. Exactly. That's another big change, actually. So with the new regulations, every whoever they get their fuel from, it is required that all fuel run in the cars is 10% ethanol. Oh, I didn't know it was 10%. Yeah, it's, 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 that's up from, I think, 2 or 3%. Jeez, there's a jump. Mm-hmm. Now it's no E85, right? But that's still for how finely tuned these engines are. I don't know, man. That's, my, that's a lot. My 06 Jeep Grand Cherokee is pretty <laughs> dialed in. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. <laughs> dialed in or, or experienced? That's the real question. Both. Yes. The answer to that is yes. I think I could take one of these cars. My zero to sixty <laughs> is pretty quick. <laughs> I'd actually. I would be curious. Yeah. To have a, like, I mean, you know, just to, just to like fill that mental gap. Just to see how bad you'd get hosed, if you would, if yeah. You try, if you tried to one-on-one enough one car, or just, just to see, just to prove right. to myself that right. just because my car is loud doesn't mean it's fast. <laughs> they should yeah. do that. They should do that in Milwaukee. So many people will get their eyes open, like, oh, I'm not actually fast. I could, no, you're I, just could pro- I could straight pipe my Jeep, and everyone would think it was just the fastest thing on the planet until they see my zero to sixty time. And, and it's it, like like a minute and a half. Twenty seconds. Twenty probably. seconds. It's not good. No, mine is mostly hindered because of the stick. Um, and no. it's 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 a consumer car. <laughs> but something else to note. So this yeah, the sponsorships. It's it, they could have been better placed. Good idea, bad execution. I'd agree. Now let's move to that nose. Yes. I was instantly reminded. Oh, what era of of Ferrari was that? I want to say probably eighties. I was reminded of an F of a Ferrari nose from the eighties. It it looks like a mustache. What? It looks like a mustache. Mustache. What? How? Just like it looks like an inverted mustache. The current nose. I'm looking at a front-on picture here. It looks like an. Let's see. It looks like a mustache. Oh. Yeah. You're talking about the wing. The front wing. I'm talking yes. about the just the nose part. Oh, you're talking just the nose just part. Just the nose. Oh, that's my bad. Yeah. Just that it the the way that it's like pointy and skinny. It oh, reminds, yeah. It reminds me of an eighties yes. Ferrari nose. Now, yes. let's talk about that wing though. Yes. Compared to everyone else's wing, it's very flat. Super flat. It's yeah. like piece of paper flat. Yeah, I mean, specifically that top element. Yeah. If you look at it side by side with McLaren, for example, and literally, um, who else? Haas. They have kind of that like we were talking about last week, an arched arched wing kind of thing going on. Williams is a bit flatter, but it yep. still has that arch to it. Mm-hmm. Um, McLaren has the arch. I- I'm pretty sure. AlphaTauri's got a mad arch. Oh, I bet. Um, I think it's a ski slope. Wait, now I got to... Um, while I pull it up, Aston Martin, they have a pretty big... Um, they have a decent, you know, um, arch. Yeah. Yeah, ski slope. Wow, look at that. Yeah. That is massive. That is... It's like... Like, it's like the hills you ski down. I think you you, could, you should you should put a pair of twigs on and go down that thing. <laughs> Just like good. yeah, anyone got um uh what's his name? Hank Pym's shrink ray yeah. or, or um quantum? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, actually, from this top angle, there's another thing I want to talk about. That, um, it, it brings yeah. back the uh, 80s or 90s. Which cars is? Um, yes, there's a lot of them are doing it. Oh. Um, what else on the Alpha? The Alpha Tire, that's all I got really. Um, just, it, the, it, just the ski slope wing. Just ski slope wing. Yeah. It also has that um, lower center towards the nose. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way, you know, air goes down into the thing, the uh, the the vents for the venturi tunnels. Yep. So. If, have you noticed any... We've probably talked about it, so you might not think of it right off the top of your head. Every car is missing something that has been on the cars since the start of the turbo hybrid era, era at least. Yeah, are you talking in the pictures? Yep. Every every car that's been launched so far... Okay. Actually, every, it's required by the regulations okay. that it no longer exists. Okay. Oh. Do, you, do you know what it is? Well, my guess was going to be good until you said regulations that no longer exist. Well, what was your guess? I'm curious. I was going to say a driver sitting in the seat. Funny. <laughs> no, because because he's, we got one there. Oh, yeah. That's why I said regulations that no longer exist. So my, uh, my guess would be flawed. Yeah, that'd it, be awkward. Um, it was hint. It was destroyed by the Bottas bowling incident of 2021. <sighs> uh, it was destroyed specifically on Max Verstappen's car, and it made him way less stable and have to run towards the back of the pack. I'm gonna defer to you on this one. The answer, ladies and gentlemen, playing at home, is a barge board. Oh, yeah. I, yes. I probably could have guessed that if I thought a little harder. That's okay. It's late. It, it's not. Um, What's your <clears throat> bedtime? Like 7.30? Yeah. So 6.30, actually. Asks for a class from 5.30 to 8.10. Has yeah. a bedtime of 6. Well, it's uh, only once a week. Poor poor little little first year. It's only, it's only once a week. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, excuse me. Oh. Uh, Bart, yeah, that was... Move the mic. Yeah, I'll just... Uh, um, so much for the ratings. Poor ratings. <laughs> We're going down from two to one. Jeez. So, barge boards are missing. However, I-, I apologize for not knowing what era of F1 car had these. There are kind of makeshift skirts um, that kind of replicate... Yeah, the word skirt in F1 just... I don't think that's a good good combo. Why not? What are you? What are you? What are you getting at? I'm just getting at. You know, I feel like. Could we say like quarter barge? Sure, but okay. from a top down, do you see what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. So it kind of skirts the air around. I'm gonna use it anyways. It, <laughs> it it's kind of skirts any turbulent air coming off the front wing. So it quarter and barges the air. It quarter. Around. <laughs> fine. It quarter. <laughs> you're gonna be like that. It quarter barges the air from going into the Venturi tunnels. Yes. And kind of out towards the edges. Yes. I think we will talk about the Ferrari's side pods. We will get there. Okay. But something to note about every car moving forward is that except for Mercedes, which we will see or talk about, there is a part of the regulation and rule that is being exploited to go against what the rules are for. Let me explain. Please. So... The cars were designed to be sleek. The yes. cars were designed to produce minimal dirty air. Yes. As a matter of fact, a number I I, I forgot where I got it from. It, it's it's a it's a statistic, so I can't. You don't have to quote it. I don't think. I don't know. I'll quote it if you can find it. Um, yeah. from 20 meters behind, I believe originally for the 2021 cars, mm-hmm. they pro- it was 34% dirty air, or it was 34% harder. It was. They produce 34% dirtier air than just clean from 20 meters behind. That number has been reduced to 4%. Ooh. That's is that big. A, is that from a uh, credible study? 
Pure, yeah, it was, that, it's from F1 directly, is that, I believe. Is that, is that peer-reviewed? Um, yeah, by internal board of F1. I, <laughs> no one's <laughs> been able to get... You know how F1 is. No one's oh, been yeah. able to like actually test this themselves. I'd love to like, see like some like Frank guy just get a car, put it in his <laughs> basement wind tunnel, and just, just like, oh, yeah. Achieve, just have managed to uh, yeah achieve capturing an F1 car in his wind tunnel at home. Yeah. It's like, it's like, po- just, it's like Pokemon for, for F1 cars. I found it on Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh The guy the guy said it was lightly used. <laughs> lightly used. <laughs> the the guy's the tag was Maxwell V Stepion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mint mint plus 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 plus. <laughs> not it wasn't unboxed. It was but it was just mint. It was no. so it was unboxed. May show signs of damage. May show small signs. Small signs. Getting back to this thing. So they were designed to be super slippery, super sleek. Mm-hmm. There are That's elements a twister right there. Say that seven times uh, fast. I don't know. There are elements like these quarter barges uh-huh. that, from what I'm seeing, could produce more dirty air than was expected. Yes. And I think that's tactically done. Because oh, yeah. if, you, if you think about it from a, a competitive standpoint, you don't really want people following you that close. You don't want it right. easier. You'd love for every other team to make it easier for exactly. you. Exactly. But you don't want it to be easier for your teammates. It's the same thing right. um, this last year in Quidditch. They... <laughs> Uh, what a segue. Yeah, what they, a segue. They changed um, the rule from one-hand tackling, one hand on your broom, to two-hand tackling. I was like, oh, that's great, because I'll be able to just like totally chuck people to the ground. Exactly. But here's the thing. Everyone gets to two-hand tackle. It's not just me. So like, it's exciting for a little bit, but all of a sudden the game's just right. being made that much harder. Same thing right. with this air thing. It's just how every team doesn't want everyone else to follow them. So it, it the F1 tried so hard. To make they this, they, they they really put their front the best foot forward, uh-huh. and every F team F one team was like, "This is great, we love it," but not for anyone else. We just love it for us. So everyone's trying to hinder everyone's performance. I think these quarter barges are a good sign of that. Where's another side view that shows me? Um, I think the vents, the vents could be something like that. There's also which car had it? Um, there's a reintroduction of the the secondary rear wing. Yes. So on some of them, they don't show them at all. I wonder if I can find one. Yeah, the yeah SMR kind of has it. Kind of like ducks around the exhaust. Um, it's just essentially a low rear wing. And so that's been allowed back as well. Um, but that is mostly there, like we were saying last week, to essentially force any dirty air created up and over any following car. Yeah. Which is smart. Um, so now let's get to Ferrari. Let's the do it. topic of the hour. Wow, we're just burning through time today. Yes. Ferrari. Oh, Ferrari. So one start? It's it's interesting. I feel like we need to address the it's, two elephants in the room. What's your first one? The left and the right side pods. That's your first thing? That's the f- the first and second elephant in the room. Oh. The left side oh. pod is the first element. The right, right pod. Side, yeah. Even though they're complete mirror images of each other. Well, there's two. There are two. So there's two elephants. Yes, very funny. Thank you. We should have you on the show more often. I'll be, so, here, I'll be here till nine. Great. So will I. I have practice <laughs> at ten, and I have to read a bunch. It's so it has the it has the widest opening of any car right. we've seen so far. Right. Um, it also extends the furthest back. Most of the side pod openings have been kind of ending before they curve. Uh-huh. This is the only one that really took the the concept of essentially being able to take air from further back than the front of mm-hmm. the the intake. Yeah. Now, there's something else interesting. 
it has, it's an ice cream, you know what? It's an ice cream sundae dish. I think we should just call it that. It's, it's. Yes, it, I agree. It's. You can make a banana split in that. You really could. Honestly. Um, we can't really explain to you how interesting this looks. If you if you have another, if you're probably listening to this on a mobile device or any device in general, pull it up on your phone. Take a take a quick gander. Please. F1's website. Yes. It's so okay. The you side should... pod is the widest I've ever seen as well. Not just the opening, but the entire side pod. It extends right. all the way back, pretty much. The idea of Coke bottle. This is the smallest neck Coke bottle you'll ever see. Um, laugh it up. It's. And then it also doesn't taper on the on the end. It it the height of the side pod, like the Aston Martin, continues all the way to the back, but stays that height. It never it dips. Yeah. It never dips. It does not. On top of that, on the inside, um, so when you're looking towards the car from the side, there yeah. are vents all throughout the side. My theory is that those vents are there to have um, air that flows over it suck air out of the of the side pods to increase the airflow um, going inside the side pods from the front opening. It makes sense. It does. Now, I really can't explain uh, from any mediocre physics level that I've had mm-hmm. why it does that dip. Yep. But Max said something interesting to me over text when this came out. He said, if Ferrari did it, they must have had a good reason. There must an alleged good reason. Alleged good reason. So either this will work. This will be the fastest car on the grid. Famous last words. Famous. Uh, let me finish. There are more words. Okay. Um, also, let's keep in mind they are officially out of the engine slump. They're no yes. longer. They'll probably have a level playing engine by the end of this. Yes. So either this will work really, really well, or it'll be a dog of a car. Yes. It'll be interesting. Um, yeah. I, you know what? If the livery is any indication, I think we'll go for the second option. I, I'm just really thinking about that banana split. Yeah, you could really. I, you know what I wonder? How does the driver get in that thing? I could, just, I could just the the blooper reels of oh, especially Carlos trying to like put his foot down and slipping into the side. I feel pod. like all of a there's, sudden there's a foothold in the. I feel like the, I feel like the Ferrari drivers got more pressure getting in the car than they do actually racing. <laughs> That's good. I mean, I'm that makes sense. With you. Yeah, it's just, oh, I don't know. There, I, I believe Gary Anderson, um, technical advisor of the race, mm-hmm. or director, the, the, their technical analyst, said it looks like the car was designed in two halves, <laughs> and they didn't quite meet yeah. up in the middle. I think that's very fair. I, I agree. I, but it's like when you draw a, like like a triangle. And you don't line like the <laughs> point up together, so it's like short by just a little bit. And you're like, yeah. Ah, gosh. And it's like not quite an equilateral. Yeah, and it just doesn't look right. It's, uh, this is kind of where we're, see. There's so many like if you see the livery, mm-hmm. the car, yep. the the weird vent things to siphon air. Yep. It just is all leading up to a negative, negative vibe. It is. But, but but I but I bring I I offer two other things to the table. Please. In in not not regret, but in comparison. Okay. There are two other cars that have a vent system. Yes. Now, Ferrari in my opinion and maybe yours mm-hmm. did the most dramatic version of a of a vent system. Yes. Like we said last week, Aston Martin, their side pod extends all the way back. It's much skinnier, doesn't mm-hmm. dip down, mm-hmm. but those vents do go the whole length of the car. I think 
it's for a similar effect of siphoning or taking outside air and that running over the vents, sucking it out like a yep. reverse NACA duck. Yeah. I think that's quite possible. The We'll do Mercedes last, best for last. The other team that's doing this is Alpine. Their car was released today. Yeah. Um, it's also a flat front wing. We'll start with the front wing. But also, if you notice at the very outer at most edges of the top of the wing, so the wing, it's kind of in exact reverse of all the other kind of um, arches we've seen. It, it dips down, and then it dips back up over the, the, the tires. We're talking the rear, the rear wing? No, no, the front wing. Oh, front wing. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And then it also has these, like, pieces that kind of stab up a little bit. Yeah, it that's a it's a striking design. It's an intr- it it'll either like it Ferrari, seems like either. a very old design. Mm, I disagree. You disagree. Uh, well, I, no, okay, I follow. I follow what you're <laughs> saying. I follow what you're saying. It, um but yeah. it is it is interesting. I think that what they did was actually really smart. Yeah. My theory for why they did this mm-hmm. that the part the it's arching more at the tire than it is anywhere else. Yeah. So, like, everyone else made the arches where the Venturi Tunnels is, which is, right. it, I think, would be hin- you would think would hinder the airflow going to the Venturi Tunnels. Right. But Alpine designed it so that way there's more outer edge. So you're getting, not only are you getting more downforce on the edges, mm-hmm. which then, like, the uh, it's not a law of leverage, but the, with leverage physics in mind, because there's more downforce on the outside, it's pulling the car, the front wing, down more, giving you more downforce as a whole. Exactly. But also, it's shooting up all that air over the front of the tire. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. So I think they might actually, the the fact that it's open wheel, usually it's a hindrance because the air, the tires are punching a hole through the air. Exactly. If the wing does it for the tire, how much drag are they losing there i think it's a lot it's got to be a lot it has to be so that's something that'll be something to watch for because i now some might look at this and go that's a really small design tweak like it's like maybe centimeters taller than everyone else right i don't remember where it was um i think it was nascar someone put duct tape on the rear wing yeah um it was clear tape mm-hmm. it was about maybe two millimeters mm-hmm. that was illegal and they got caught it added 10 pounds of downforce. Jeez. Any little thing at high speed, it's gonna, it's gotta mean something. And well, I think, yeah. I think this is gonna be. We're, I haven't even talked about the main thing about this car, and I'm already jazzed about this front wing. I don't know. It's, it's different. Yeah. Everyone else went a different yeah. route. I think this might be Alpine's. It might be their thing. Now let's talk about the side pods, and then we'll get to Mercedes. Okay. The side pods, they're interesting. Small. Um, well, well, they're not. Mm, they're a little small. I mean, this makes. I mean, the side difference between this and Ferrari mm. is like a nine day. True. Um, this is. I would say this is similar to how, um, the Alpine car, like we said at the beginning of the show today, mm-hmm. the Alpine side pod is similar, mm-hmm. except with this car, it, it extends more further down, mm-hmm. and also it's not fully. The where the air and in, airbox intake is, and how like it all kind of cascades together on yeah. the Alpine. This is there's a sharp line oh, where, sharp where line. the where the side pod like you know goes just down drops off. and where the the body panel is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it know. almost looks like it was just like it's like oh we'll throw it on and then just just like slap it together. Yeah, it's like let's let's just like you know designed as two different elements almost. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair to say. It's like oh we built the car and that's like oh shoot we didn't add that. 
we should put that on. We should slap some side pods on. Maybe some vents. Aston Martin did vents. They did. Should we do vents? Maybe that's why they were late. They also have dual vents. They have vents on top of the side exactly. pods and vents in the back. Well, that's for a specific reason. So the side pods or the the vents on the top of the side pod, that's for the radiators. Um, so to aid with the evacuation of heat that goes usually out the back, it'll also go out that top side there. I think there's going to be that siphoning effect as well. The side, the ones on the side are specifically for the engine. So that brings up an interesting question. Is there a difference between the front and the back of Aston Martin's side pod vents? Mm-hmm. Is the front, ha- is it all just one thing for look simplicity, design simplicity? And is the back half of those vents designed for the engine and the front half for the radiators? Or is it all for the radiators and the, the, the back hole where the exhaust is? That hole around the where all the body panels meet up, is that for the engine? I feel like you're going to have to look at the numbers for that. Yep. And see. It will, w- there's not much else we can say until Barcelona. But can we address the eight constructors' elephants in the room? We will after we address the livery. Oh, oh, this is this is where I shine. Yes. So. Right. Oh, you're looking at the all pink one. I got the whole like, I got the one from the launch. Let's see. The whole. So, the one Colin has looks like a is it's unicorn it's, threw up on it. Yeah, That's it's rough. so it's the Alpine blue, mm-hmm. right? But it has uh, hints of pink. Yes. And it has it's BWT. If you remember, B- so BWT is a water filtration and purification company. They used to sponsor, um, I believe, it, well, they sp- sponsored Force India because Force India had a pink car. Yes. And then they sponsored Racing Point yep. when they made the, the pink Mercedes. Right. And then they sponsored Alpha or um, Aston Martin last year. Mm-hmm. They no longer sponsor Aston Martin. They were just jumping ship. Well, no. You know who else isn't at Aston Martin? Who is not? Otmar, blah, 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 team principal. Oh, yeah. Didn't he move teams? He left Aston Martin. And then Alpine picked them up. Yeah. If I were to guess, if I were a betting man, I would say BWT follows wherever Otmar goes. Yeah, there's got to be a because because there. there's no way that it, Otmar jumps ship and BWT just miraculously shows up. There has know. to be a correlation. Yeah, that's to say that's a coincidence mm-hmm. would be because drivers have sponsors that follow them. Exactly. The Estella Artois 0.0 mm-hmm. that follows. Um, Carlos Sainz, wherever he goes. Yeah. He was, I think it was on the Renault car. It was on um, the McLaren car. And now it's on the uh, the, the Ferrari. Yeah. Is it still on the Ferrari? Uh, I think so. Pr- uh, probably. No, I don't see it. It'd be pretty easy to find. It's just sticker slapped on there. Nope. Okay. I'm not seeing it. Might be, it might be on the, in, uh, you know where it might be? On the uh, inner side of the halo. Oh, probably yeah, for a that, camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. It does. Uh, it's also probably going to be on his helmet. Probably. Um, yeah. Speaking of helmets, before we continue with the, the, the topic of Alpine's livery, oh. um, Albon is still running a Red Bull-inspired helmet. I, uh, no, I, he is. I, no, I'm not doing yeah. it. I, I just need to find a picture. Yeah. Um, I believe that was shown in the test footage of when they were doing their shakedown. Uh, oh. Yeah. So if there was any doubt that Alexander oh, Albon oh. was... Had officially been given up by Red Bull. He hasn't. Well, is he sponsored by Red Bull, though? Oh, yeah. No, he's part of their stable of drivers. Yeah. He's essentially, like, in the old days when um, Michael Schumacher got on loan to the Tic Tac car, the Jordan or... It was Benetton. Benetton or Jordan. Mm -hmm. I think it was Jordan. Um, 
when he was on the loan to them, essentially Alban's on loan to, to Williams. Because Williams is part of the Mercedes stable, yep. and uh, Red Bull is very much not part of the Mercedes stable. So yeah, food for thought. But let's get back to this... Alpine. Are we looking? Are we? Are we? Are we talking? Do you want to talk about the pink one or the actual presentation? Let's talk about the pink one. Okay. So, the presentation one is for the rest of the season. This pink car, the livery is like this, just for the two, the first two races. So is ba? I think Bahrain, Bahrain or Saudi Arabia is first, and then Jeddah. I know Jeddah's second, but it's only like that because BWT Bahrain and Saudi Arabia is it GPS? Okay. So Jeddah is Saudi Arabia, and then Bahrain. That that the pink livery is for those two. It's yep. for Bahrain and Saudi Arabia. Correct. So it's just to celebrate the partnership between Alpine and BWT. I I would say if Cyril was still team principal, I'd say that's a very Cyril move. Yeah. And just kind of take to take it take the beating and just do whatever people say. It's basically a Pepto Bismol bottle that moves at like two hundred miles an hour. <laughs> You're so right. It, like, it's pretty yeah. Much I, I mean, that's when I first saw it earlier today. I was like, yep. oh my. It it really is. Um, it's also it's also as if the Alpine car became the racing point car of twenty nineteen. Yeah. Also the I, little I'd say that's pretty accurate. little blue thing on the back. Bad. Blue thing. Bad. The the show, blue show me your picture. Where where like it has the number and says Alpine. Bad, bad, yeah, not good. It's just like they were trying to hold on to their identity. They're like, please, well, BWT, don't take it all from us. You know, us. it's almost like they pulled up the pulled up the last year's Photoshop file, <laughs> Photoshop document, <laughs> or or Illustrator, there. and just forgot to uh, paint bucket that that stripe. Yep, pink. I love how also the Genie logo, the uh, heavy equipment company, <laughs> is just kind of like just barely hanging on the, the the back fin. It's kind of, maybe it's like their bank account. That's why it's just it's just barely <laughs> it's just barely there. That's why BWT had to be so prominent. Yeah. One other thing before we move to the eight constructor elephants in the room. Yes. Um, also, the floor is very wide yes. and flat, and I think that's interesting. Sorry. Also, that they've got quarter barges. Quarter the barges. air the air intake inbox or inbox. It's not an email account. Oh, um, airbox. Yep. On last year's car was very wide. Very. It was quite from a front angle. It just it just went. Yes. This isn't. This is very skinny comparatively, and that's good. That, it that's is. it's a right. It's a good step in the right direction. I think if I were to pick a besides Mercedes, if I were to pick a car that was the most conservatively designed, I think it'd be this because this is actually pretty close to what the concept car was because the concept car did have these fins. You still haven't seen Red Bulls yet. We still haven't. <laughs> But they, I, they will not be conservative. No. There's no way. No, they're out for a statement. No, I, I'm year. hoping by next week we can tell you and we can share what we our thoughts about it. Yes. But for our last topic of the night, eight constructors, elephants in the room. There's a lot of elephants. Mercedes in here. AMG Patronas. They're what are they calling this one? Everyone, can we talk about how everyone's team? Their this car is names the W13. Are 13. Everyone's name is just. We got we got the VF Vladimir blah, 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 twenty two from Haas. Yes. Um, the RB eighteen that makes sense. AMR twenty two from Aston Martin. Yep. MCL six thirty six. AlphaTauri. Is that is that a double o three? That makes a, sense. Is that a ligament in my leg or a car? MCL. I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. Um, the Williams is the effed up Frank Williams forty four. Yep. 
Um, Ferrari F one seventy five to celebrate seventy five years, and, and that also makes sense. Yep. Why do they call it F one? It's because they're Italian. Don't ask questions. <laughs> um, Mercedes is the W thirteen. I don't know why W, but don't ask questions. Alpine is the five two two, just straight, what? very French to the point. Don't ask questions either. It's the French. Um, and then Alfa Romeo with the C forty two. I don't know why it's C, but they are Italian. Man, this Mercedes livery. Let's talk about it. They're Woo! back. The silver arrows are officially The silver back. bullet is back. Arrow. And I hate... Silver, it's silver arrow. Oh, silver arrow. Shoot. Silver bullet was my 2004 Ford Focus. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's, Marissa, rest in peace. <laughs> That's awkward. But this it doesn't have to be. Only complaint. Only complaint. Let's hear it. Team Viewer logo. Terrible spot. Yeah. Just really kills, really kills the arrows. Mm-hmm. Those aren't arrows. Those are, well... The, really, those are like Chinese. Really kills, stars. really kills the propellers. Okay, no, <laughs> no, that makes sense because Mercedes used to be an engine manufacturer for yeah. the war. Um, really kills. I mean, other than that, man, whoever designed this needs a raise. Yeah, there's that um the uh the Patronus teal that you put in your your it's premiere timeline earlier today. Gorgeous. It's oh, it's gorgeous. I'm a Red Bull man through yeah, and through. I am too. But that teal, I just can't. You just can't compete. It's they're such just, a gorgeous. They're just. I I will be honest. I like the silver. I think it's a great homage. I'm a big underdog homage guy. Yes. I I did like the black more. Yeah. I I, I think the bleak the black was a lot more sleek. It I was gotta lot, say too, some of the logos on the front nose mm. in being in black. Yeah. I just don't know. What other color would you use? Well, you probably can't because the brands probably won't let you use any other. Like, you couldn't put, you couldn't, Pirelli wouldn't let you make their logo uh, this teal. True. Right. Yeah, I think Patronus, I mean, they're AMG, Mercedes, Patronus is just so I mean, intertwined. There's no yeah. way. I mean, it doesn't look, yeah. Can we just talk, before we talk about the car, there's a, a lot of elements on here. Uh, we'll wrap up probably a little late today as long as we don't get kicked out. Yeah. Who is Team Viewer to be on a on an F1 car of all things? Like there, yeah. I we use Team Viewer great, at MUTV. Great application. Oh, it's wonderful. Wonderful. I didn't think it had the reserves to sponsor a team though. Okay, like, I, that's big. Yeah, my thing. Let's yeah. put IWC watches where Team Viewer is. Mm. That is a much. Where's, the, where's IWC on, on the side wing? On like the outside oh, of yeah, the yeah, wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so IWC is so much more of a class brand to be sponsoring mm. to be sponsoring Mercedes than Team Viewer. And like, did, let's they, give Team Viewer to Haas. <laughs> like I don't think that's that's really, a, Haas has Under Armour. Okay, they're fully American. Oh, just just let them. Yeah, they're they're hanging on to their shred of dignity but, before people realize that they're actually running the Russian flag. IWC. Class watches. If you've never seen an IWC watch, please I'm look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Right it is now. a gorgeous looking watch. Um, Portugaiser. Ooh, that's yeah. A it is a name. gorgeous looking watch. Swiss luxury watches. I think. Oh, it is a wow. It's it is literally one of the most perfect sponsorships for. It's F1. okay. It's not bedazzled. No, it doesn't have anything real fancy besides the nope. leather. It just looks. It just does everything. Yes. Elegantly. Correct. It's no. It's, it's no Richard Mill. Nope. But it it it's perfect, perfect. For, oh, for this one with the the sun and the day counter. Yeah. Oh wow. Until you see the price tag. Well, I'm sure there's thousands of dollars. Yes. 
I also so now seeing this, I don't think IWC deserves to have that little thing. That's on what the I'm side. saying. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Put deserve... them where put them where Team Viewer is, mm-hmm. and put Team Viewer on the side. Even it doesn't even have to say Team Viewer. Just put the put the square with the two arrows in there. People know it enough. Yeah. yeah. Um. Every, everyone that's everyone that's in F1 is tech savvy. Yeah. For the most, I think part, that's for the most part. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. So the remember how we talked about Alpine? Those uh the 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 curves being towards the end. Yes. I think the so every wing that we've seen so far has it. Um, it essentially has this ramp on the side of the wings to kind mm-hmm. of jut air over the tire. Yeah, every car has it. Yeah, um, that's what we're talking about when we say the thing that's crossing through the IWC logo. Yes, I don't think they deserve it. No, they. This front, but also just the way you can't. How else do you? You can't like stretch out IWC. It's the perfect spot to put it. It's it just. Is. It's just. It really there's, is. It's uh, just, it's well, just, you could put it where the Ineos logo is. Not sure if that's mm, how you say it. In, yeah, Enos. 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 I don't. I don't. I still haven't been able to figure out who Enos is. You know. Oh, before. Well, we will talk about technical things. Guess who's gone from Ferrari? Guess who's no longer on the livery? I, Mission Winnow. Uh, Nowhere to be seen. Weren't they? Weren't they an under or weren't they a adopted they, sponsorship for cigarettes? Maybe. No, because remember when you and you, I, I told you I didn't because it's so. I looked it up and I read their mission statement and just, I was like, I was like, wait, is this a template mission statement for a website? Yeah. Or is this like actually? I, I want to say their I, entire website was a repeat of that. Mission I want to say it's a, it's an underground like sponsorship for a cigarette, cigarette brand. Why don't I just put a barcode like they did in the nineties? And <laughs> <laughs> then you gotta figure it out yourself. That was an interesting um, thing though, because so phones couldn't scan barcodes in the nineties. So what were they thinking? Ineos is a multi a British multinational chemical company hmm. headquartered and registered in London. Fun. It's the fourth largest chemical company in the world as of twenty twenty one. Would you look at that? Colin, you're officially hired. This is the most smart this podcast I has can ever just, been. I can just type on Google. That's really it. Yeah, I don't think that far ahead. So, yeah, that's actually really interesting. They employ 400 people. 400? And have been in business since May of 1998. Wow. Did you get that all off Google? I'm on their website. Right oh, now. website. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's it's interesting. They have a single site. I like the red. the red. The red deserves to be there. I think the red is perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, let's... Did anyone show get? Oh, someone show did get messed up on on Sunday, I think. So we're probably running out of time real quick here, ladies and gentlemen. But so sad. We will not be taking a break this week because we have to talk about this car. Yes. In these photos are wrong, but there are some other photos. Yep. So the photos that are on the F1 website show a floor that's unlike what we've seen previously. It's it's very sleek. Mm-hmm. Saying that word a lot tonight. Yes. Um, it's straight. It's to the point. Jets air where it needs to go. However, exactly. in the launch spec of the car, the floor has those ribs that were previously seen in past um, W cars from Mercedes. Yeah. I don't remember why they're there. I just know that they do the, the thing that they're supposed to do because the car's won eight times in a row. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's fair to say that whatever they're doing, whatever voodoo magic. S- it, something's I, right. Correct. I remember, what was it? I don't remember why I was up at 4 a.m., but I was up at 4 a.m., and I'd saw, seen that Mercedes had had their launch event an hour before I, I saw it on YouTube. Yeah. So I watched a bit of it. Their technical people, I, I forget his name off the top of my head, he was quoted in saying, this is the most complicated floor they've ever put together. I can see why. It's it's very layered. That kind of sounds like when I tried to install my own smart core flooring in my bathroom. What? You know those floors that, like, snap together? Yeah. 
In, in your dorm? No, 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 in my bathroom in my at my house. Okay. No, that's kind of what I said. This is the most complicated, complicated floor, floor I've ever put, put together. together. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, it's it's something. Yeah. But they're also the only team I've seen where you can see the outsides of the Venturi tunnels. Yes. That's interesting. Very. Mm, it's kind of like Ferrari. It's either going to work really, really well or really, really poor. You know now, what works really, really well? What? That livery. It, it's oh, <laughs> it's perfect. Yes. I, uh, I still wish it was black, but the Silver Arrow is back. It's it's. There's no denying it. It is back. Um, I think they, they lost last year. Lewis Hamilton lost. So he's like, whatever worked last time, we should do it again. Just put yep. it, give us give whatever voodoo. It'll be interesting to see what other liveries they swap on this because mm. they're going to have to run a black one mm-hmm. at some point. At some point, because um, the people want the black livery. Mm-hmm. Now, also, is going to be the, the case for that. Correct. Now, looking at this car again, I think we messed up. IWC oh. in the original photos was crossed through. In the in on the, the side of the wing. Correct. In the launch event, they made it a little bit smaller and they moved it above, so it wasn't crossed through. So it was still on the wing. Oh yeah, yeah, because the du- yep. the, the I and the W were half like correct. Crossed. So now it's good. So oh. they fixed it. Good for them. Still a terrible spot. It's yeah. It could be better. That but, I put Team Viewer there like that. Yeah. Yep. yep. Now let's talk. So every other team so far has come up with interesting ways to look at these regulations. Yes. We've had the uh, the Sunday dish of Ferrari, the square rectangular intakes of uh, Alphatari. Uh-huh. Um, excuse. Wow. We're just going on a roll tonight. Um, the really large, enlarged side pods of, of Haas. Yes. Mercedes is really the only team, in my opinion, that has taken what they used last year and just essentially made it fit the regulations for 2022. Because they know what they did last year worked. Well, but that's the concern. Yes. It worked last year. The only thing that... Is it going to work the again? The only thing that didn't work mm. was Michael Masi. In their favor. Mm, I think there were more things that went for them that Michael Massey just made up for that he got fired for. But that's just my take on it. Well, Toto probably has a different outlook on that. Yeah, well, Toto smashed a table and a set of headphones. And he lost a Bose sponsorship. Did I tell you about that? Those are nice headphones. Oh, a Bose isn't on here. So, it's funny. Was that that because he RKO'd those headphones? I, I wouldn't think... Against it. Those are nice headphones. That's like mm-hmm. yeah, it's probably like a four or five hundred dollar headset that he just like just stretched threw, threw out around, with centripetal force and smashed threw it out around a table. like he bought it from the dollar store. <laughs> Literally, I mean, with his money, it probably oh, was yeah. dollar store I mean, worth. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. But Bose is no longer a sponsor, that and, was I, probably and a... I think the slow motion of the Bose logo whipping through yeah. the air and getting smashed did not help. That his was chances. that that was probably a big blow for him because mm-hmm. I bet you Bose. Bose had a large wire transfer to them. Yeah. A sizable wire transfer. I mean, transfer. you know, again, not that they need it, because no. at this point, any brand is willing to jump ship on Mercedes for sponsorship. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm, Bose isn't sponsoring anyone else. No, but I mean, it's not like it's that much of a financial hurt for Mercedes, because there's probably millions mm-hmm. of brands out there that have the money and are willing to give it to them for sponsorship. Right. I mean, all the brands are still sponsoring Haas. But that's just. And they didn't score a single But that's point last sad year. because the Bose headphones looked very nice. They were on anyone that wore them. True. They, I think that everything that Mercedes was using last year, mm-hmm. from equipment to yeah. car, to, 
it fit their persona per- 100%. perfectly. 100%. It, everything you could you could look at Mercedes and go, yes. Well, and those headphones probably look so good because they're probably they're more than likely just their aviation grade. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Headsets with probably, oh, yeah. a, probably a lot more uh, noise dampering in them, but mm-hmm. they're but, aviation grade headsets. Yeah. So enough about the equipment, I'd think. Um, but yeah, I, I want a pair. Just just straight up. Um, hey Bose, if you're listening, um, no one called the phone line. I don't think so. I no, don't, I Bose, don't. Bose, if you want to call in, if you want to call in, Bose, um, Charlie will give you the number. The phone number is four one four two eight eight seven zero nine one. This would be a bad time. That's four one four two eight eight seven zero nine one. Yeah, um, you can call in if you want. We'll talk to you for a minute. But let's talk about the front wing quickly, please. Every other team, we 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 talked about it. They tried to make that part where the where the, the the nose meets up with the wing, they tried to make it kind of flat. They talked about this a lot in everyone's coverage of it. That front wing is more slanted down to make room for the Venturi tunnels than any other wing on the grid so far. That thing's got as much bend in it as a Pringles. Yes. Chip does. I can track that. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. It's almost like that was heated up for a little too long. In, in and the, they're in the just carbon like, fiber oven. Yeah, they're just like, you know what? We're just gonna leave it because it's probably gonna work. I, you know, that brings up an interesting point. I wonder how many things have been developed over the years <laughs> that were just like an axe, like an oops. Yeah. And they're like, oh my gosh. They're like, wow, this works great. That's probably how Bonotto got his job. Yeah. Because he's been an absolute you know why? muppet you know for what? some things. I think, like, I think what? if Haas embodied this, Haas or Williams embodied this, this whole thing, the whole like, oh, if it like kind of is a little off, let's just use it. They might actually do good. Yeah. Or there's the flip side where that's what they already do. <laughs> and they're just like... <laughs> they're like, oh, this screws off by two centimeters. Ah, it's fine. Put it in. It's fine. It's very American if you think about it. Oh, oh it's yeah. close enough. It's close enough. It's OSHA approved it's by OSHA. my standards. Yeah. I mean, that's what the wheel guy, gun guy was doing in 2019. <laughs> he was like, oh, good enough. He was like, wait, no, they no, Because no, 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 they no. realize they're never going to be in Park for May, so they can probably Everyone's just, always in Park for May. Well, you know, if they actually win. Oh right. That they're never gonna that they're never gonna no. have to actually Well, okay. Last year I think was an exception because they weren't doing any development to the yeah. car. The the car they ran was twenty twenty and everyone was living in twenty twenty one. Exactly. What else about this car? I think it, it the side pods are just they they're they're just as sleek as they were last year. Now there is an interesting thing on the side pod. So mm-hmm. they kind of jet out and come back in. Yes. Less eloquently, or elegantly, I should say, mm-hmm. than the Haas does, which is interesting. This 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 side pods are are less of an add-on and more of a built-in. I would agree. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah, that's fair. Not now, that not that Alpine's was not a now, built-in, but design-wise, design-wise, this looks more integrated. Yes, but do you see these the little like fins going along that that edge? Yeah, They're, like the different color, like the lighter gray. Is it lighter gray? Maybe it's right I, above I that. But it's, it's right above. Oh no, 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 here, here. It's right above the Patronus logo. Let me zoom in for you. See that right there? Yeah. It's only on the launch car that they had during their event, but it is there. It is there. Yeah. So that's interesting as well. Indeed. Um, let's talk. Well, this will be the last topic. We're way over time, but no one's here, and there is no show scheduled after us until like eleven. So. Yes. There is one thing that one another one thing besides Ferrari besides sounds like an Apple keynote. One more thing, yeah, suspension. (laughs) Now, (laughs) Lewis Hamilton once said 
F1 cars have no suspension. It's all in the sidewall of the tire. He was a blatant liar. I don't know, man. Every person who's ever developed... Completely inaccurate. (laughs) Every person who's ever developed suspension for an F1 car was shaking in their boots, quaking in their grave, furious for the hours and hours spent into the kind... I've looked at how the suspension works. It is marvels of technology. And Lewis Hamilton... At the time, six-time world champion goes, oh, there's no suspension. Well, and every, what a jerk. Everyone's going to believe him because when you're a six-time world champion, your credibility level oh, is higher than... the roof. Higher than, yeah. Just like when you say when no one can stop me and then, um, you know, get frozen in time... Or, um, get, get beat. That's awkward. Hello, Max. Go back to your homework because you left the show. So, <laughs> um, we still love Max. Max is just busy. I can understand. I had a busy week. He had a busier weekend. It's been quite, quite the trip. The o- everyone is still doing a push rod con- con- um, suspension in the front, pull rod in the back. Yep. So that essentially means when a car- when a wheel goes up, the suspension component compresses in the front, and in the back it pulls apart um, as it as it goes under um, suspense, as it uh, essentially absorbs shock from the track. Yep. McLaren, however, oh did not do this. They have a pull rod in the front push rod in the rear Wait, now say that again they have a pull rod suspension in the front and a push rod in the rear oh. so if you um this has actually been a really big thing so that essentially raises the front or wait no yeah it raises the front and lowers the rear i believe i might have it backwards mm, i do have it backwards it lowers the front and raises the rear my bad now, this is interesting because if you think to rake concepts of cars, uh-huh. last year um, there was a regulation with the, the floor that totally messed up what um, Mercedes was doing. But Mercedes, um, Aston Martin, to name a couple, they run low rake concepts, yep. longer cars that are flatter. Red Bull, there, I caught it that time. Red Bull <laughs> runs a high rate concept. Yes. If you make the front of the car um, higher, mm-hmm. higher or lower? No, you make the front of the car lower. Whatever I said. Essentially, <laughs> I had it worked out in my head. It's making it a high rate concept because it's 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 raising the front and lowering or lowering ra- raising the rear, lowering the front. There we go. Got it together. There we there go. We go. Yay. So, I wonder if they're going for a higher rate concept now. That it brings in an interesting point to the conversation as well. Does rake matter with these new floors? I don't know if it does. I yeah, I don't know. That's gonna it's gonna be a look at the time. Maybe thing. it's just a handling thing to maybe maybe it's to help Daniel Ricardo because he's used to a shorter car. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But that being said, I think that's enough talk for tonight. We we went on for a solid hour fifteen. Yeah. That was a thank you for coming on tonight. You're this welcome. Was, thank you for having me. I I'm excited to see what we can do in the next couple of weeks. Um, I'm excited for testing. I want to see numbers. Me too. I want to see results. Me too. Um, I want to see crashes. I, I mean uh, results and numbers. Yes, yeah, good, good. Catch. Sorry, wow. sorry. Just a temporary lapse of judgment. There, yeah. Huh? Wow. Wow. But um, that being said, I have homework. Colin has a life. Yes. That'll about do it for tonight's show. Thank you so much for listening. For whoever listened tonight, thank you so much. Um, we're available on podcast things sometimes. Yay. I'll probably put this one on SoundCloud. That'll go on Apple Podcasts. But for tonight's show, 
I've been Tyler Lakis. And I've been Colin Naraki. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye.